Hello and welcome back to the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. This episode, I've been chatting to Stuart Haxel. Stuart is one of Ireland's top uh, blind tennis players. He is currently ranked number one in the B1 category. We talk all about how Stuart got into the sport, his experiences competing, both in the past and also looking ahead to future competitions. We discuss the state of, of blind, of, of visually impaired tennis in Ireland, and also globally looking at, at the Paralympics and the possibility of, of blind tennis becoming a Paralympic sport that Stuart would would no doubt be competing at if that does, or when, slash if that does eventually happen. I think this is a, a part of the sport that maybe we don't talk about enough or people don't know a lot about. So it is brilliant to, to hear all about it and to hear about it from someone like Stuart, who is so involved and has been so successful in blind tennis. I think you will, will enjoy this episode and enjoy hearing about blind tennis and Stuart's experiences. So without further ado, here is Stuart Haxel. All right, Stuart, um, a big thanks for coming on to the for, for a chat today. Uh, how are things with you? Oh, they're very good, as good as they can be. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to Christmas and hopefully more tennis next year. Absolutely, yeah. And I just want to want to jump in and kind of look at obviously the last couple of years have been been challenging for for everyone. But how has kind of how how has your tennis experience been the last couple of years when probably there's been times when you can't play and so on? But uh, how's the last kind of while been for you? Well, this last year has been better than 2020. Like 2020, yeah. I didn't get to play much tennis at all. But this year, I got to dip in and out a few times to play tennis a lot more often, probably because there was the lockdowns were lifted at certain points and stuff like that. So I got a chance to get back into it, thankfully. Um, no no competitions, unfortunately, this year or last yeah. year or the year before. But yes, take the good with it. the bad. Yes, yeah. At least you kind of be playing and still kind of working on things, and uh, oh, absolutely. even if it's yeah. not the the competitions, just yes, unfortunately. Absolutely, you can always improve, but it's yes. it's it's never until a competition where you actually can really see how much you've improved. Of course, yeah, of course. So yeah, you'll be yeah. you'll be keen to get back to those whenever whenever you can. But it, it sounds like you're saying oh, yeah, there, it might it might be a while until until you can. Do you have any idea of when? There might be well, within Ireland or even then international. In Ireland, there hopefully will be some competitions next year. But unfortunately, international world championships have been cancelled in 2022, okay. unfortunately. Okay. There are competitions internally in other countries that that are possibilities that I could go to. Okay. Just have to just have to arrange travelling and stuff like that. But Yes, is that something you've done ah, before? Yeah. Uh, kind of gone abroad for uh, tennis like that. I went abroad to Benidorm for the Worlds Worlds in twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah, the, but the year before that, they were in Dublin, so I didn't need to travel internationally. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Which obviously yeah, was yeah. must have been a, 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 a must be handy and, and obviously a, a nice kind of weekender uh, for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were. Especially since it was my first competition that I'd ever really taken part in. Yeah. Yeah, like I'd only been playing tennis for maybe about five or six months at that point before oh, okay. I, quali- wow. I qualified and was able to go through to the world championships. So it, it didn't I, didn't, take long. I honestly didn't expect yeah. that. Yeah, it didn't take long for you to, to, to get pretty good then and you kind of you started getting into ah, the competitions. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really do love the sport. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, that's... Just, great to hear 
Um, and ah, you're yeah. saying about about next year, kind of the some of the tournaments within Ireland. So like, how how do they look? Like how how big are the draws for those? How how do they kind of work when you play tournaments like that? Well, the blind tennis tournaments are split into different categories depending on your level of sight. So that reduces the number of participants that will be in your category. Yeah. For me, I will be in the B1 category. That's the category with the lowest level of sight. And in that category, we all wear blindfolds because any any small bit of sight can can really be yeah. game changer. Like some people might just see just in front of their face and some people mightn't see at all. And that could impact how you would detect the ball and stuff like that. So just for fairness reasons, everyone in that category wears blindfolds. Mm, yeah. And it's even split even further then with the men's and women's category. So there's even fewer, fewer players once you break okay. that down. And last time I was playing, there wasn't very many men in my category. So yeah. It might have been maybe down to maybe two or three men in that category, but they combined the women and men's at that point just to yeah. kind of boost numbers. So yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully when there's more B1 male players, they'll, they'll divide the categories and we'll be able to have more people playing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The other categories have different things like you get an extra bounce if you're in a lower category and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just want to, I want to come on in, in a few minutes kind of to look at some of maybe the rules like that and, and some, oh, yeah, some, yeah, of course, some bits yeah. like that. But but just maybe now to, to jump in kind of to... to how you started into tennis but even just how you kind of when you were younger when you were a kid like how, how were those years I mean it must have been very tough and then kind of getting into sports like just tell me a bit about, uh, about yeah. that kind of time oh god yeah in primary school and stuff like that I was never biggest fan of sports because it's just so yeah. hard for me to participate yeah I always end up being the last one picked in the line and stuff like that and just I'll just put him in the goals he'll be fine <laughs> yeah he'll yeah. block it with his head somehow <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so then, so, yeah. So as you kind yeah, of got into so, sports then, how, how was that? So some sports. I, I kind different? of more got into sports coming up to the end of primary school and stuff like that. I started doing karate and stuff like that. And then going into secondary school, I did a I started jujitsu in transition year. Okay. And it just kind of snowballed a bit from there. I ended up doing a bit of tandem cycling and stuff like that. And I never really ended I didn't end up starting tennis until I was in my last year of college. Okay. And only then, yeah, it was just kind of sports that I could never have imagined being accessible. So mm. it just was never on my radar. I'm never a big fan of really listening to sports on the radio or television or anything like that. It yeah. just it just never really interested me until until I got the chance to try out tennis. Like the Sligo Sports Partnership just sent me an email asking whether I wanted to come down and try out tennis down in the IT here in Sligo. Yeah. And just just the second I picked up the racket, just immediately I could tell the sport would work for me. And it's just yeah. kind of been up and up ever since then. Yeah. So I guess it was that around 2018 or so that you would have started? Uh, it would be, around, 20... be around the end of 2017, around that okay. point, I think. Yeah. 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 And the yeah, and the first tournament I took part in was in 2018. Yeah. That was it. That was the World Championships in Dublin. Yes, which I, I actually yeah. I, I was there actually for one of those days. I remember watching it and it just being being phenomenal and kind of all the difference. Ah, yeah, 
levels and yeah, like I, didn't, I didn't get too far there. unfortunately at that that <laughs> tournament well i guess it was early on uh, in your yeah. journey still i mean you're, 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 uh, you're yeah. only only very new to sports ah uh, yeah 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 we took so much away from that tournament and how to imagine yeah and what we were doing wrong with with how we were like standing and listening to the ball and just mm. just in general like we took so much away from that tournament yeah so how how was the experience then next year you mentioned that you played uh, I, don't, I don't remember where you said it was, but you played the World Championships the next year. So uh, how was yeah, that? Yeah, oh, the the difference, like that was in Benidorm and I won and I played so much better that year. Yeah. And it was just, it was, I was fairly nervous traveling abroad to a mm -hmm. tournament of in a different country. Like I was kind of wondering how it would work because at least in Dublin, it was kind of, at least it was in the same country. Yes. Like yeah. I, yeah. Well, I very nearly got out of the group stages that year. So, unfortunately, the person who tied with me in the group stages had won, had bet me in his match. So he got to go yeah. forward to like the quarterfinals. Unfortunately, okay. yeah, just missed. Oh uh, yeah, uh, just just by just by chance. Unfortunately, but like even then, we were taken so much away from that. Yeah. yeah, and we got to meet so many, so many new players and from so many different countries. It was fantastic being able to, to interact with so many different blind people with their like different circumstances and stuff like that and different things that were that we had in common. Yeah. It was incredible. Absolutely. And so is, is that pretty much yeah. the last time that you've got to compete internationally? You haven't had a chance since then, really? Uh, yes, unfortunately. Yeah. And 2020 was meant to be in Northern Italy. Okay. And of course, that's where most the worst outbreak <laughs> yes. happened, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we we'd already I'd already qualified for that. Okay. And we had got the team together for a few practice sessions. And I'd planned to like go to a few competitions, maybe in Britain and places like that. But yeah. Then the coronavirus happened. So yes, it it, 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 ah, yeah. it made those plans a bit more a bit more tricky. Yeah, a bit a bit more dubious. Yeah. Yes, um, and just before we maybe go on to look at maybe kind of the future, maybe for 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 yourself and and kind of the sport more generally in in, in Ireland, but just to look at. So you've mentioned kind of how the classifications are and kind of that you you would be playing in the in the B one. Um, I guess just just for people who aren't really familiar much with with uh, VI tennis how like yeah. what what are the rules like what, what what rules are different or what what would be different to watching the eye tennis to watching um kind of well, the tennis for fully sided players okay well in general the course is smaller it's about the size of a badminton course okay and the net i think is a bit lower as far as i know and you get a baseline that you can feel with your feet so you're able to orientate yourself okay. no matter the level of sight you have um, other than that, uh, the ball is different. That's mm -hmm. what you're listening out for when you're playing blind tennis. Okay. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And it's a it's a fair bit slower as well. Right. Yes. And depending, yeah, depending on your category, you get two or three bounces before you have to hit. For B one, okay. it's three bounces, and for B twos okay. and up, it's two bounces. Right. And so, yeah. Other than that, the rules are fairly similar to normal tennis like the sets are same yeah. length and everything like that so yeah and what, what about your, yeah have you have a what, 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 what racket do you use um this is the racket i use it's a 
I think it's a 23 inch. I always okay. get 23, yeah. 24 okay, perfect. Mixed up, yeah. So it's a bit, nice. it's a bit smaller. Yeah. So yeah. is that the one you've, you've always, you've always had that rocket? And I've switched back and forward a few times. You can, the, the racket lengths that are, that are used range from 21 up to 25 inches. I think right. you're not allowed to go any higher. And I think that's mainly to do with the court size. It just makes things a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, and you can't um, go any bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, just, just kind of looking at, you've mentioned kind of some hopes to go into international tournaments is kind of on the hold for, for now, but how, how would you see that maybe in a couple of years when hopefully that will be back? I mean, how, how do you, like, do you, what, what are your kind of maybe ambitions for, 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 for your, your own uh, kind of ten, tennis career? Well, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to to break to go to a few more tournaments internationally when we get the chance yeah and hopefully this sport will eventually become a paralympic sport and well set those ambitions high i guess absolutely um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep i'll keep playing i'll keep playing yeah. for as long as possible yeah it's yeah. definitely it's the best sport i've ever played in my life Excellent. Great. great. Yeah, and I and, have to thank my yeah. my fantastic coach, Jean, who's helped who's helped keep me interested in the sport. She's been fantastic as well. Great. And yeah, I mean yeah. just just maybe to touch on kind of how the, the sport is in Ireland and obviously yeah. you, you know there's a taster session and like I do see more of those cop cropping up kind of on social media and things. I I kind of see kind of tennis Ireland maybe advertising a, a you know a VI tennis session people getting into the sport more which is great but how, how do you oh, see yeah, it's fantastic how, how do you see where it is now in Ireland maybe compared to a few years ago or how, how you you might see it going in, in over the next few years the overall level of blind tennis in Ireland has significantly improved since what since when I started there's mm. been a fair few more clubs who have joined I think Ross Lair has a few new players. Galway has yeah. gotten their tennis club up and running. And there's clubs in Dundalk and Belfast and Dublin were the originals. Right. And there's there's probably tennis clubs that are training new blind tennis players in other places in the country there. I just haven't had the chance to meet them yet. Yeah. That's where that's where the the national tournaments are fantastic yet get to actually meet these new players and find out where they're training and stuff like that it's yeah no it must be so great to kind of get to know the people who are obviously having similar kind of experiences and getting to enjoy tennis as well oh yeah yeah it's incredible yeah yeah Um, you're able to able to interact yeah absolutely um and and yeah you mentioned earlier just about the kind of the Paralympics being being obviously something yeah. that you know the first step is it has to become a Paralympic sport and then and then you can have your Paralympic success but absolutely you, yeah, um, yeah so I, I think I write something there you need there's a certain number of countries that need to be playing it in order to become a Paralympic sport so how it, it what does is that? it does yeah, yeah. so yeah, how, it needs how, how I think number? I think it needs at least 32 as far as I remember hearing okay and I think there just might be a few rule tweaks that might need to happen Okay. And other than that, that's as far as I know that that needs to happen with it. Yeah. So yeah, would you be so aware? Of, is, is it close to that thirty-two number at all? Would you have any idea? The numbers, as far as I remember hearing last, were in the twenties. So the, okay. so we're getting there. So yeah, we're getting yeah, there. That, that's yeah. 
Good. Yeah, yeah. And some some countries have started playing blind tennis since. So so it could be even closer now. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. fingers crossed in I don't know, I can't remember where the Olympics are next time or the next couple of times, but hopefully something uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the next number of years. It'll be amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, it'd be be fantastic. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah no, yeah, nice Stuart, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Um, That's right. Yes, and and obviously just a, a huge thanks again for, for just for talking. I think it's just fascinating to hear about kind of how how the sport is, the experiences you've had in it. It's, it's kind of amazing, and how the sport is growing around Ireland is is great to hear. And I just want to ask you kind of a final question of of, of, of what's your favorite thing about tennis? My favorite thing about tennis in general, or blind tennis in particular, or uh, well, well, you can interpret that however however you want, and for for yourself, how, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, for me, it's being able to have freedom on the court and not be not be like tied to someone else, like in other yeah. sports, like, mm. for example, tandem cycling or athletics. You're either tethered to someone by a wristband or you're on the back of a bike pedaling, pedaling from behind. Yeah. Blind tennis, you're relying on your own senses and your own instincts. That's that's definitely the part of the sport that I find the most appealing. Like yeah. I'm able to rely on my my own skills and my own knowledge. Yeah, and so how what 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 benefits do you think that it's had for you since you've started up tennis? Do you think it's kind of helped you in other areas? It's boosted my confidence significantly. Like yeah. I've I've proved it. It's helped prove to myself that I'm able to manage things on my own i don't need to rely on other people to to be able to succeed succeed in anything that i try yeah like even even in in school or in college or stuff like that i had people around helping me in some some way or for some form yeah but like blind tennis i feel has been the area where i've been able to show to myself that i can rely on my own skills yeah to succeed yeah, yeah. um you know Stuart, i think we'll uh, pretty much leave it there i just want to say again a big thanks for coming on and for talking about kind of your your journey in tennis and i hope that yeah. you can get back to some competitions and international ones soon and i'm sure you'll you'll have some brilliant success so i wish you the very best as soon as you can get oh, back yeah. to those oh, yeah thank you for having me on i really appreciate it um, no, it's a pleasure. So yeah, no, a big thanks and, and happy Christmas. A big thanks once again to Stuart for his time with this episode and for sharing all his, his thoughts and his experiences in, in the sport of tennis and specifically blind tennis. I really think from hearing that, that it is just a brilliant thing that, to have in tennis and, and something that, that I guess would be encouraged to, to get involved with if you do get the opportunity to be involved with, with blind tennis, tennis in any way. Big thanks for listening to this episode. And if you did enjoy it, please consider sharing it, liking it, leaving a comment or review. I'd appreciate that very much. Until next time, I've been Adam and goodbye.